Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Hope you have some fun and leisurely activities teed up for the weekend. Stocks, not so leisurely this morning, headed down after some weak earnings reports and some weak economic data. Bond yields also down, showing some concern about the economic environment overall. But hey, stocks are up for the week still. The S&P up just under 2%, the NASDAQ up about 3% so far in the week, even with today's declines. Yesterday, we had some big gainers like Tesla up 9 or 10% after earnings. We had acquisition of One Medical by Amazon, driving some of the healthcare stocks. We had Altice, one of the cable companies, up 25% on rumors that they were going to be selling part of the business for as much as $20 billion. And we had even some of the retailers, Nordstrom up strong yesterday. We had Chewy up. We had uh, some of the earnings reporters like Nucor and Nokia up yesterday. A few that were down as well on earnings like Pool and United Airlines yesterday, but overall it was a pretty solid day. Today, however, we see more losers from the earnings reports than gainers. We saw, of course, big names like Snapchat and Twitter reporting earnings last night and this morning. Snapchat down almost 40% today after reporting a pretty abysmal earnings report. Revenue was only up 13%, and they actually showed EBITDA, adjusted EBITDA numbers down almost 100% year over year. That's because expenses are growing much faster than revenue there at Snapchat. They've got negative free cash flow now, concerns about competition from TikTok and Instagram. And amidst all of that, Snapchat also announced a $500 million share repurchase to offset dilution from giving employees more shares and RSUs. So they're giving away more and more to the company, and they're using cash to try to offset that impact. And that's a strange decision given the fact that they're now in a negative free cash flow position. So it's just a really strange set of financials there for Snapchat. Twitter also showing revenue down 1% year over year and expense growth at 31% year over year. So these line items, these financial line items for both of these companies are going in the wrong directions. Expenses are growing rapidly, share issuance to employees growing rapidly, while at the same time, the core revenue and earnings are deteriorating. So these are, these are, very poorly managed from a financial perspective companies, and the market is punishing them. The market's at least punishing Snapchat. It's down from $80 a share last year to $10 a share currently. Twitter would probably be down 30 or 40% today, except for that outstanding bid for the company by Elon Musk, which is going through the court systems, of course, later in the year. But Twitter is only down less than 1%. It is trading at a big discount to the 5420 offer, so there is some implied you know, probabilities that the deal still doesn't go through. But my guess would be Twitter would be a $20 stock <laughs> instead of a $40 stock today if there was no bid out there from Elon. Poor timing certainly on his part because Twitter's financials continue to deteriorate. Other reports, however, we did get some strong reports out of a few companies like American Express. American Express up 5% after earnings. They are reporting 31% growth year-over-year in revenue. They raised their annual guidance. They saw very strong spending above pre-pandemic levels amongst their customers, especially in areas like travel and entertainment. They're seeing recovery in some of the, the business spending as well and business travel. Uh, no, American Express does serve a higher-end consumer, so it's worth keeping that in mind. But they were you know, really, really positive on their earnings call and obviously showing it in the financial results as well. We saw uh, the hospital stocks, HCA and THC, up 10 or 11% after earnings. Now, their results weren't super great. It's just that they beat the low expectations. Those stocks are down like 30% year-to-date. So there was you know, pretty, pretty bad expectations 
built into these stocks before the earnings reports. And they both showed, I think, revenue growth that was low single digits or slightly negative, depending on the one you're looking at. And they had EBITDA declines or net income declines year over year um, due to labor cost pressures. But, you know, these were actually slightly worse than or slightly better than feared numbers. And so the, the hospital stocks got a little bounce there, at least in the short run. We saw Alcoa up 5% after their pretty good earnings yesterday. Schlumberger up 5% after pretty strong earnings where they raised guidance to high teens percentage revenue growth for the year. So the oil sector there picking up a little bit. And we did see negative results out of Seagate in the storage sector. So similar to Micron, they're seeing weakness in consumer PC in some areas of the storage sector, they also saw some weakness out of Asia impacting their results. So they took production down, guidance down, and that stock's down after results as well. So kind of a mixed bag in semiconductors right now. We saw TSMC still reporting great results late last week, but you know we've seen weak reports out of Micron and Seagate. But it seems like high-performance computing servers, cloud stuff still doing well, but consumer PC and maybe mobile starting to weaken a bit for the semiconductor sector. Um, on the banking side, we saw Silicon Valley Bank guiding down, guiding growth down, you know, low venture capital and public market activities slowing down their client inflows. So when we look at industries like financials or semiconductors or airlines, or even just the broader set of companies that have reported across Q2 earnings results so far, it's been a very mixed bag. There's been a divergence between winners and losers. And we see some companies reporting that the consumer is still very strong, that spending is accelerating, that they don't see any issues with the economy so far. And then we see some others where they're starting to say, hey, we're already seeing pockets of weakness, or we've got headwinds due to supply chains, inflation, FX. So it's been a tale of winners and losers so far this earnings season. Now it is still early, but we do see that there are fewer companies beating earnings expectations than we saw last year, for instance, in earnings reports. So Again, we've got a lot of big tech bellwethers reporting next week. It's going to be interesting to see what they report. There's been fear out there after Snapchat and Twitter earnings that some of the big tech companies could report disappointing earnings. And in fact, we see stocks like Pinterest and Meta down today in sympathy with Twitter and Snapchat. On the macro data side, one thing that I think is also weighing on the market today was the release of the S&P's Global Flash Composite PMI. It's a mouthful, I know, but the PMI, the Purchasing Managers Index, on both the manufacturing and the services side is often seen as a leading indicator of strength or weakness in the overall economy. And mid-month, we'll often get what they call the flash PMI, so the early look at the data so far for the month. And that, that global flash composite PMI that was released this morning did show weakening on both the manufacturing, but especially the services side of the economy in July so far, which is very surprising to me because it seems like the services side has seen a shift of consumer spending there away from goods and to services. But there's clearly some concern there, even on the services side, about, about weakening, at least as showing up in the PMIs. And so that, I think, has been one of the big factors affecting stocks this morning and also sending some of the government bond yields down. Notably, commodities not as affected here by that report, with commodities mostly in the green so far today. 
Well, as we look forward to next week, you know, next week, like I said, is going to be another massive week of corporate earnings reports. In fact, maybe the most important week of corporate earnings reports in the entire earnings season. We've got all the big tech companies, Google, Microsoft, Meta, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Shopify reporting next week. We also get a number of other companies, Intel, Exxon, Chevron, P&G, McDonald's, Coke, GE, Boeing, Pfizer, Roku. I mean, just a ton and ton of major bellwether companies reporting. So I'll be covering as many of those as I can every day to try to give you insight into what those companies are saying about the current earnings, the current consumer, their current business, as well as how they're seeing things going forward, what their guidance looks like. It's going to give us a lot of information about the current state of affairs, as well as what things could look like going forward into the next couple of quarters, and maybe even give us an idea of direction of overall asset prices here. So keep that in mind. We'll have a a Fed meeting as well next week. I mean, it's going to be a crazy, crazy week, y'all. We get a Fed interest rate decision next week as well. So buckle up for some crazy moves, some big moves out of lots of individual stocks, maybe the market as a whole. I'll do everything I can to cover as much as I can and give you the best insights into what's happening out there. Until then, have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Calm before the storm. And uh, I'll see you next week. Cheers, everyone.